Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, I'd like to pay respect to the Triple Gems. I'd like to pay respect to the Buddha. I'd like to pay respect to the Dharma. And I'd like to pay respect to the Sangha. Hello again, everyone. Good to be here again with you all. Hope everyone is uh, practicing well. And hope everyone that the Dharma has helped you in your journey of life, in the way you are conducting your life on a daily basis. As we all are aware of, we're going through life so we encounter all kinds of experiences and for me at least without understanding the dharma my life would be so um all over the place upside down it's you know because we live in a society we don't live by ourselves in the jungle okay so um especially we live with somebody, we live with, uh, you know, uh, families and friends and relatives and co-workers and uh, spouse and siblings. So there's bound to be, um, you know, things that we see, things that we hear, things that, you know, uh, we have to, we come to contact with through our, our five senses. So there's bound to be things that we will encounter and there's going to be positive and negative. And without understanding Buddha's teaching, you know, we would be um, um, changing. Uh, our emotion would be fluctuate from one event to the next, you know, and if the event is good, that is okay. But if something is not good, then we will be in, in trouble. And trouble leads to another trouble. And, you know, um, little things lead to uh, big things. So that's why it is necessary. That's why it is very important that we understand how our mind works. And that is what the Dharma is all about. That's what the Buddha's uh, concentration is all about. As uh, we all know, um, it's about our mind, right? So because the mind is the leading, uh, you know, phenomenon of everything else that happened afterwards. Okay, so <clears throat> um, I'm glad. That uh, you know, I have received uh, quite a few, okay, um, uh, response and comments, you know, through either messenger, uh, voicemail, you know, through uh, the people who found me on Facebook and all that, okay, so um. They said that, um, you know, like uh, like this message from James, for example, and there are other messages you know, through a messenger um, and Facebook, okay, that uh, they have found that uh, the, the, benef the benefits in the teaching, okay, in the message that I've been tr uh, relaying um, in the podcast, so that is uh, good to hear, okay, happy to hear that uh, my time spent is not, uh, you know, uh, has, it, it has impact, it has made people's uh, life better, and that is uh, something that makes me feel good, okay, and that makes, uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a feedback it's a process that, you know, uh, I do something and I do see that, okay, it's not uh, something that uh, people cannot benefit from. It means that uh, at least there's, there's people who 
benefit from the message. It's it's just like uh you know when when the when the Buddha first uh decide to to go look for people who might be able to receive, and when the first uh, person which which is his uh own teacher uh realize the Buddha's teaching, the Buddha was also you know uh kind of uh, a little bit surprised and happy to, to see that, wow, there are other people who can understand what he was talking about, you know, because the Dharma can be, can be uh, deep, you know, can be profound, but there's also Dharma that um, don't have to be deep, but there's, there's different level of Dharma as we all know it, but we all can benefit from it. Uh, one way or or another, right? Um, at the different levels, but the the more we learn, the more we can appreciate more, and the the better our mind becomes, and you know, and uh, the the better life situation and uh, and life uh, 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 feeling is uh, a lot better. Right, so that's good. Uh, that's good to that's good to know. That's good to hear from, from James. Uh, so he, here's his uh, his uh, message that I like to share. Right, uh, listen here. Hi, I am James from Asheville, North Carolina, and I wanted to take a moment to say thank you for taking the time to do this podcast and share these teachings with us. It's um, just such a beautiful thing to have this, this wisdom and this um, insight from you, sir, and your heart and your compassion and your love for these teachings really shine through and it's been a great gift to me and i'm sure many others so thank you from the bottom of my heart so thank you james for the message right so that's kind of things that uh makes uh make me think that okay it's good Good to hear. Good, good to hear. Good to know. All right. So, the other day I uh, saw this quote, which is I, which I think is very uh, good, uh, and so I would like to recommend that uh, you uh, write this down, or you know, and then put it uh, in a in a big letter. Put it on a wall. You know, as use it as a mantra. You will use it as a something that you can uh, refer to that you can, you know, which is use as a quick reference in the time of trouble. And what I mean by that is that the trouble of the mind, right? When the mind is not uh, happy, when the mind is upset, when the mind is angry. So this is a, it's, it's a good quote uh, to refer to. Right, so I would um, highly recommend you put this quote, uh, write it out you know, big on and put it on the wall somewhere you know, that you can always see to look at it you know, on the wall or your kitchen or your refrigerator, in your bedroom or wherever, okay? So it says like this, a moment of patience in a moment of anger saves you a hundred moments of regret. Isn't that good? See, that is a wonderful quote, right? All right, let me repeat it again. A moment of patience in a moment of anger 
saves you a hundred moments of regret. So as we all know, right, when the mind is upset, and especially when the mind is very angry, okay, when the mind is uh, very hot, is very agitated, at the top of the of the uh, vibration, okay, the mind can say stupid things, okay, because the mind wants to win, the mind wants to get its point across, okay, the mind wants to present its logic, and when when it when the mind is has its back against the wall in a way the mind blurb out um, unwholesome words unwholesome phrase okay like your then the mind start cursing the mind start saying all kinds of hurtful things in order to win, in order to prove a point, okay? So, when, when the mind is at, at that uh, stage, at that moment, that means you are lost because you, that means you are not aware of what you are doing. Okay, it's like uh, you become what we what uh, we call, uh, or, or, you know, or in the Buddha's word, the Buddha call, you have a mental illness. Okay, so anger is also a form of illness, but it's it's a mental illness, mental sickness. Okay, so when a person is angry, that means the person has a mental issue, has a mental problem. But for a person himself or herself does not realize that. The person does not recognize that because the person has become that emotion. The person has be identified himself or herself with that emotion. So that at that time, in that moment, the person is lost in the mental activity, which is a mental illness. Okay? So that's why it is very important to be mindful of the activities of our own mind. Right? That's why we learn about what is wholesome mind and unwholesome mind. That's why we learn to catch all of this stuff. When unwholesome feeling arise, right? Whatever it is, anger, hatred, worry, upset, jealousy, uh, torpor, right? And all of that unwholesome uh, feeling arise within. We recognize it. We learn to recognize it. So, okay, this unwholesome thing is happening. Okay, it's just like, it's, it's almost like you're catching a disease at the beginning stage. Okay, you're catching a disease at the beginning stage. So, what do you do? You say, oh, this is, the start of an illness, of a mental illness, okay? Because this is not what we do. It's the mind itself that is doing it. But for most people, they cannot recognize this. They said, I am angry, I am mad, upset, I am sad, I am worried, I am all of that, okay? What, what they don't realize is that it's the mind 
they're not doing it because nobody in the whole world wants to give themselves issue, want to give themselves heartache or headache. But they're not aware of that, and they become that. And that is the problem. And that is what the Buddha taught, to learn to catch this mental activities, the mind, what is the mind doing, right? So now you know how important it is um, for in, uh, to, to understand the teaching because it's all about your own benefits. It's not about anyone else. It's about your own benefits. And once you benefit from the understanding your own mind, all the people around you will benefit from you also. Right? And how? It's because at least you, okay, at least one person, which is you, right, are not spraying negativities into the society. At least you, as a person, you do not spread the negativity to your surrounding, to your uh, family, to your spouse, or to your kids. You see, right away, people next to you benefit from you. Okay, but the first person that benefits from the understanding of the teaching is you. Because once you understand about your mind, you are the one who benefits from it first. Your mind becomes relaxed. Your mind becomes calm because now your mind is just the mind. Now you start to understand what the mind is doing and you stop identifying yourself with the mind, right? So once you do that, the mind becomes less and less agitated by itself, you see, by itself. But when we don't know that, when we're not aware of the mind, what the mind is doing, and we identify ourselves with the mind, then the mind is doing all kinds of crazy things, as we all know. And we just, you know, lost in, in the storm, of the, in the mental storms, right? And as we all know, the mental storm comes from the five senses. Okay? And one thing leads to another. When, see, a lot of time, people will get upset from the little things, right? It's not a big thing. But what people don't realize is this. Especially when you are in a relationship. Especially when you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Or you live in a family. When there are more than one person, then you have some kind of relationship. Okay? And the other person says something that upset you. And that something can be uh, nothing. Okay? So, for example, let's say you have some kind of conversation or uh, express some kind of opinion and the other person don't like it or whatever because they have their own opinions and ideas. And they just say you all, they, they just tell you to shut up. Alright? And that's all. Say, oh, can you be quiet? Alright? Oh, shut up. Or you, you know, things like that. It, it's, it's a little thing. But what we're not aware of is that big things start with little things. Okay? So, in other words, that little thing is a big thing. Okay? Never 
underestimate that little thing, the little emotion that that uh, spark up in your in your mind. Okay, that's what we learn to catch. We we need to catch the little spark. We, you know, uh, we don't try to we don't learn to put out the big fire. It's difficult to put out the big fire. Okay, it's a lot easier to put out the little spark. But you have to learn to catch the little spark. Okay, big fire, every fire, forest fire or whatever, anything, start with the little, little spark. So that little spark is very important to catch. Okay, it's not a big thing. The big thing you already know is already big, right? the the fight the anger and all that is already big and it's once once this big fire is is difficult uh to to put down right it's gonna take a lot a long time to put it down it's already burned it's already uh caused uh you know scars in in you and in other people right it's people's already get already get hurt from the fight, from the ag, from the argument, from and all that, uh, you know. Um, so, the practice is we start with the little thing, okay. So, for example, so let's say somebody tell you to uh, shut up, okay. Oh, shut up, and just that little thing, and then they walk away, and there you are. Now you upset. Okay, you see that? Now you're upset because somebody, uh, especially your somebody who you who you like, uh, your husband, your wife, or your children or something, they just tell, oh, shut up! You don't know what you're talking about. You know, or or anything, but but it's the little thing, okay? Because don't forget, we all we human, we all have memories, right? Memory is where we collect things, and that is the issue. Okay, memories can be good. Memories, on the other side, can be not good because we remember. Okay, and we remember things that people say. All right, so people say something and they say they tell you to shut up, and then now you upset. That very first moment, if you are aware of your own mental activity, if you are aware of your mind, you catch it there. That is a spark right there. Okay? As soon as they say something, you feel upset or something, oh, my, the, the, my mind is upset. Oh, I see the little spark. Right? That is the mental activity. That is the that is the unwholesome mental activity that is arising. See, not you're not doing it. The mind does it by itself, right? You're not doing it. It's the mind. It's it's the nature of the mind to, to react like that. Okay, and that is very important. You're not doing it. When the mind reacts like that, and then you catch it right away. Oh, there it goes. That's unwholesome. Okay? You you feel you, you feel upset and that that is unwholesome. Ah, okay. So then then you come to that understanding you say, okay, wow, the the mind that just come up there having an unwholesome uh feeling that is natural. That mind is uh, craving for something, craving not to hear what the, what the mind just heard, what what the ear just heard. You see the craving, the craving of uh, the, the dislike, okay, which cause the mind to be agitated. So you caught it right there, and you say, oh, okay. Now, after that. As we all know, we we learn about the impermanence of things, right? We say, okay, 
Let's see how long can the mind be agitated. Now, this is when clinging comes in. If the mind keeps on being agitated, that means the mind is clinging on to that feeling. Okay, your very own feeling. If it is clinging on to it, so still you're still upset. You will you realize ah uh, that my mind he still have work to do because it's clinging to the unfeel to the unhappy feeling. Okay, to the unhappy feeling about the words that the person said to you. Okay, so in that case. There's an I somewhere that don't like it. You see, instead of just the mind, instead of you recognizing that that is just a mental activity, there's an I somewhere in there that don't like what it it hurt. Okay, that don't like what it hurt. But let's say if you Become restrained, okay. If you become restrained, just like the Buddha taught, the Buddha taught. Let's be hearing, or well, let's start. Let's be hearing, be just hearing. Then you won't, uh, you know, you won't become upset. You just said, okay, that was just the sound of someone not happy. Okay. Yeah, so like, uh, like the Bu- the Buddha has said it in the, the Buddha words, the Buddha's words. It's like this uh, regarding restraining, right? So the Buddha said, "Good in restraint over the eye." Okay, which is seeing. Good in restraint over the ear, which is hearing. Good in restraint over the nose. Smelling, good in restraint over the tongue, tasting. Good in restraint over the body, which is you know the uh, sensation, the body sensation. Good in restraint over, I mean good in restraint in speech. See after you restrain. Through the five above, then you. Continue to restrain in speech, in your speech, and good in restraint in thoughts. You see, because when you the mind is upset, somebody tell say to you to to uh, to shut up, and if you don't catch it there that the mind becomes upset, then the mind start thinking. You see. The mind start thinking, and anger arise and all that, right? So good in restraint over thoughts. Don't think about it. See now you don't talk about it. You don't need to talk about it, to 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 respond back. Okay, there's no need to think about it. Good in restraint in thoughts. Restraint. Everywhere is good. Which means, restrain in over the seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, the body touching. Okay, so that's what the Buddha said. Restrain everywhere is good. For those who can restrain in every way, those will be free from suffering. Ah. You see that? That's what the Buddha said. For those who can restrain in every way, is free from suffering. So, when you catch the spark, okay, people tell you to shut up. Okay. Now, if you have restraint over the ear, let's hearing be just hearing. Okay, then you you stop it there. You you do not allow negative thoughts to arise. All right, because for most of us, 
right? For most of us, me included, okay, when we become upset at somebody, somebody say something, do something, whatever, that when you become up, when we become upset, we don't just sit down by ourselves, we start thinking about what just happened. You see that? If we don't catch that, okay, if we don't catch that at the early stage, then the thoughts keeps going regarding that particular issue. Now you're building up uh, negative uh, energy inside you. Okay? Now you're building up negative energy inside of you. And this become, this thing collects inside of us. Okay? Don't think it goes anywhere. It is collecting in our memories. And believe me or not, this thing will come up later. If you keep collecting all of this thing here, right? They say something, you become upset, you collect. You keep it there. You hold on to it, okay? That thing is a seed, okay? That thing is a negative seed that you have embedded in your memory. And that seed will grow when the condition is right. You know what I mean, right? That seed will grow. It can grow right away and become big fire right there and then. Or it will grow later on after, you know, you see the person again and you want to get back at that person. Now that seed will grow. You see, there's no, there's no peace. Because that's, you know, there's no peace. Now you try to, uh, to get even with the other person. The mind has no peace. Right? So that's why the Buddha said, restrain in every way, in the speech, in the thought, and in all the, and the five senses, which when we see things, let's just be seeing, let's just, let's, they just be hearing, smelling, tasting, and the physical touch, but without any response or emotion to it. When you can restrain over this, that is good. Because when you have restraint in the mind, in the emotion, you are free from suffering. You see? You are the first person to benefit from this. You are free from suffering. Instead of sitting there, moaning and groaning, right? Um, about what the person just said, you just let it go. There's no suffering. But if you keep thinking about it, and there you go, suffering arise without you knowing it. And then the mental activity, the mental snowball is growing bigger and bigger regarding that particular event that you just encountered. You see how important it is? So, it's the little thing that you catch, right? The little thing is a very big thing. Do not underestimate the little thing. It's very, very important. Okay? And we all know it. But when we're not happy, when we feel upset, where do we feel it? Inside of us. We don't feel it out there. It's inside. Okay? It's inside. So that's why when I saw that quote, okay, that quote, I said, ah, that's a good quote. That's, you, we can use that as a mantra, okay, put it on the wall or something to remind us when, when things happen, you look at it, ah, okay, be patient. That was just a mental activity. 
okay uh, it's just a mental activity uh, the, the the natural um, reaction of the mind okay that we all uh, that we are born with but now you become awake to this natural phenomena which is the mind your mind your very own mind you see you become aware of this incredible phenomenon which is called your own mind what is it that is doing you see the one who becomes aware of his or her own mind for real and you get the direct understanding you can see it directly what is the mind doing that is the moment that you become awake you say oh that is the mind that's not me there is no me anywhere doing it the mind is doing it and the mind is clinging on to whatever it is to the eye to the self to the point to the idea to the logic that the mind has accumulated right that knowledge that the mind has accumulated so the mind is trying to protect itself you see so and you know how important it is the little things is a very big thing okay uh, when you catch a little things like that when you learn to catch a little thing when you learn to put the fire put out the fire at the beginning stage it's a lot easier than to put out the big fire we all know that it's a lot easier to treat cancer a level one cancer than a level three or a level four okay so we all have to learn to catch it at the early stage when the mind is lost right so here the some of the uh, the teaching that the buddha has shown that uh, what the mind does okay so when the mind is upset okay let's say somebody says something to you tell you to shut up or whatever the little thing but now you're upset you sit there by yourself or you lay there on the bed by yourself and you're thinking about it you're not happy okay and <clears throat> now you have this negative feeling toward that person okay so that kind of feeling okay like it's like you're now you're you're holding grudge i think that's what you call it you have you have this grudge inside of you you know to toward the person whoever the person is so the the buddha said there are 10 um uh 10 kinds of uh i think what you call objects that uh, that keep us holding on to to uh to the grudge right that keep us holding on to uh, a grudge toward the person now what are those 10 things that we are holding on to the 10 reason the reason why we are holding on we are holding on to the to a grudge right uh, so reason number one okay reason number one is this is that the person whoever the person is right who's 
do things or say things or say things to you. Okay, so you sit there, and here goes your mind. Your mind goes like this. So who or he or she, okay, had done something or had said something that is not good for me. Right, that that hurts me, that offended me. Okay, so there you are sitting there, thinking about it. Oh, man. He's he had said things that hurt me. So that idea is stay in your head, and it sticks there. It sticks around. Hanging on to it, attached to it, you know, get glued to it. So when the head, is, when the thinking mind is doing that, okay, it makes you feel upset. Okay, so that's number one. Now number two is if you are having a conversation with that person. And in the mind, you are thinking. All right here we go again. Okay, the mind is thinking that the person is doing something now uh, that is offending to me. Is saying things that offend me. Okay, the person is offending me. All right. The number one is already done. The person had done something, had said something to offend me. Number two, the, this person, he or she, right now, okay, is saying things that is offending me. Is doing things that is offending me. Okay. Now number three. After thing is done. Whatever. Now, when you think about that person, and now you're thinking, okay, because the mind is running, okay, the mind don't stay still. The mind think that that person because he he or she had done something to offend me, okay, not of beneficial to me. He or she will do things or say things that also will offend me in the future or will affect me in the future okay so there's a three time frame here past present and future that's what the mind does okay so those so far we have three reasons okay that the Buddha has pointed pointed out to why we have anger, why we upset and we are having grudge and we are hold on to the thinking in our mind. Okay, that's what the mind is doing. Right? So the Buddha is pointing it out what your mind is is doing. Okay? When you upset and what is the mind thinking? That is what the mind thinking. So the our mind, what our mind is doing right now the way the mind processing the emotion right now is the same exact thing that the mind did 2,500 years ago during Buddha's time. It had not changed. Okay? It had not changed. The lesson from the Buddha back then and still true now and it will be true forever and ever unless there is no more people. Okay? That's how the mind works. It's just the mind. The Buddha teach because that's why it is an eternal the Buddha's teaching is eternal law. Because it apply it does not change. Right? It it does not uh, cease as long as there are people as long as there's mind operating. Human mind is all the same from 
thousands of years ago until now and thousands of years from now it will operate operate the same exact way okay uh, emotion will always operate the same exact way regardless of the time frame all right that's why the dharma is such a precious thing okay it's all about our mind all right so number four now this one here you are upset okay you uh, toward a person is because you think that that person had done something now this time number four is not about you but it's about somebody who you like okay so let's say you're having some kind of uh you you're upset against with uh with somebody who say something uh let's say bad about your your kid say something bad about your spouse so now you become you're you're offended because it affects not you but it affects your loved ones right it affects your loved one so of course the mind becomes upset right so for example somebody say hey your kids uh your your, your kids look ugly for example okay or or oh you you your kids not smart or or he's dumb right or she's stupid something like that see it you you become upset but it's not it the 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 remark is not directed to you but it's directed to the person you love okay so you you have anger your anger arise you become upset okay you become uh, offended you know but if that kid's not your kid you are not offended you see the difference if the if if the per whoever the person is talk bad about somebody else that it's not your spouse not your kids or whatever you won't become upset because they're not your loved ones but when they are your loved ones you become upset okay so when so you think about it right you now you your mind is thinking about it say oh that person has said something bad about my husband about my wife about my kids you know and things like that so you think now you you your thinking mind is going is rolling okay so that's number four now number five it would be the same but this time here is now it's a present again it's the same number four was have already happened now number five is oh that person is saying something not good about the person that that uh, that you that you love that you like that you support okay even in uh, let's say in political party let's say you support a, a a political candidate and the other and your and the other party or other people your opponents or whatever talk back talk talk bad about the people that you support and now you become offended and you become upset anger arise you see that's the cause of anger Right, these are the cause of anger that Buddha pointed out. Okay, these are the cause. Now, number six. Number six is a, is is similar, but now it's about the future again. So it's the the past, present, future. Okay, so now you think. Okay, you sit there and think. Oh, he or she is going to say or do something that will. 
affect affect the people that you like, that you support. Okay, it's not of benefit to the people, to the person that you support, to your family or whatever. So now you you know you become not happy, you are offended, because you are trying you you upset because you are you feel that they they are going to do something to offend the status or to 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 say things um, that will make your loved one look bad, right? So that's number six. And that's the cause that make you angry, that make you upset. Now, number seven, that, Buddha, that the Buddha pointed out, is the opposite of uh, the previous one. Is that somebody, you know, we're talking about somebody out there, okay, has done something of beneficial, right? That that person A is doing, is supporting some bad people that you don't like. That also causes you to be mad, upset. Okay, so let's say you have enemies, you have somebody you don't like, you hate. Okay, you hate that person, the person C. Call him, him or her, miss, uh, the person C. And then there's somebody else uh, do good to that person. So now you become upset against that person B that is supporting the person C that you don't like. Okay, now you, you, you put them together say, oh. Okay, so that's also the cause. Okay, of your, of your upset, cause of your anger, that, oh, that person is helping your, the, the person you don't like. Okay, so that's number seven. That's the reason number seven that caused you to be upset. Now, number eight. Number eight is the person It's a present moment, okay? Again, it's the same thing. So the number seven was somebody had already done something to support the person that you hate, the person that you don't like. And number eight is person B, Mr. B, is helping Mr. C, which the person is, the, who is the person that you don't like. And that also, that creates bad feeling inside of you. That why is he supporting that crook? Why is he supporting, uh, you know, that bad person? Okay, so that also creates anger, make you unhappy. And of course, number nine is for the future. Okay, because all this is happening inside your head, right? The, the, the ten reasons that, that cause anger and upset inside you that the Buddha pointed out, okay? So number nine, your mind is thinking that he or she is going to do something good to the people that you don't like, to help your enemy, to help the people that you don't like. Okay, so that's number nine. And number 10 is all about you. Number 10 is the little thing that uh, you, you don't really never think about it too much. Let's say you, you walk, uh, <clears throat> let's say you trip over something, right? You trip over a, a, a tree root while you walk or you trip over a sidewalk. You, you did something, right? Uh, you, boom, ow, it hurts. And then you become angry, okay? So that's number 10. The mind becomes angry because of something that just happened by accident like that. The mind becomes agitated. 
right? So those are the 10 things that uh, the Buddha pointed out that cause our mind to be upset, to be angry, and to and the mind to to make our mind going and going and thinking. Okay, about those things. So when when you upset. When you're mad, you're not happy about somebody, about someone, you look through these 10 things, it's going to be one of those that cause uh, an, uh, unhappiness. Okay, that's the source. That's the reason. Okay, so remember, Little things is a very, very big things. Okay, just remember that. So try to catch the spark, not the fire. Try to put out the spark. Extinguish it. Okay, at the early stage, by following your own mental activity, your own mind. Because we, as human. There are many people have, well, people have different personalities. I agree, okay? So, but we have to change if we want to be happy, if we want to be uh, at peace, okay? Like the Buddha said, there is no ultimate happiness that is better than the uh, peace of mind. Once your mind is at peace, okay, no longer agitated, that is your true happiness. This, you, you don't, you, you can't get that from just going out there to buy a new car. Yeah, that's a temporary happiness. Buy a new clothes, Yes, that's temporary happiness, but you can become unhappy while you are buying a new car. Okay. While trying, while wearing a new clothes. Okay. While wearing new jeans. You know, you walk out there. You you have new outfit, which is very fancy that you think is, you know, cool and nice. And all of a sudden, some, somebody you met say, hey, why you wear that ugly clothes? Right then and there, things change upside down for you so fast. <laughs> Believe me, it happens. Okay? So it's not all about the material stuff. Okay? It's all about your mind. When your mind is at peace, it's happy. People call you ugly, you say, okay, you call but I'm me. See, let's hearing be just hearing. You won't. You don't get offended. You don't get affected. Okay. They say, hey, you. Why you wear that ugly clothes? Um, I like it. Okay. There's no need to be upset. Okay. And your wife tell you shut up. You say, oh, okay. No need to respond. You just, and you don't think either. If you think about it, then now you become upset. You say, okay. Now there are times that we also have to re- realize that agitated mind is unwholesome mind, right? Unwholesome mind produces unwholesome speech. Yes? Unwholesome mind produces unwholesome thought. Correct? So when people call you name, when people say things that mean to offend you, okay, so this is, we're going to take a little, uh, one more step further, okay? It started out from a negative feeling within them, okay? But they themselves are not aware of it. 
Okay, even though people say things to you, hey, oh, you, 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 oh, your clothes is ugly. You look, uh, you know, you look funny or whatever. See, that comes from what kind of mind is it? Ask yourself. Okay, or somebody tell you to shut up. That word, shut up. What kind of mind does that come from? Is it wholesome or unwholesome? It comes from an agitated mind, isn't it? It comes from a, sometimes it could be, if somebody call you ugly, it can be that it comes from a jealous mind. Okay? And if you let that affect you, Okay, now you become the victim, you see? Now you're not guarding your fort. Your fort is wide open for the enemy to come in. Okay, your peace of mind depends on other people's saying, people's activities and stuff. Then you, you will never, never have peace of mind. Because your mind, your 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 happiness or whatnot depends on other people or affected by being affected by other things, uh, by the encounter, by the experiences that we all run into every single day. Okay, but if if you just let hearing be hearing, seeing be be seeing smelling, tasting, touching, but without being offended, without um, having this emotion, okay? We just, okay, the, to, the food tastes good, you acknowledge it, the food tastes good, and that's it. The rose smell good, you said the rose smell good, and that is okay. You smell something rotten, you said that thing is smell rotten. But the thing is this people speak out of wholesome or unwholesome mind or neutral mind. But you know that when you hear something negative that affects you, it comes from a negative source. Right? It comes from a negative source. But if you let that negative energy affect you, and now you become that negative, you can become a negative source that will produce negative energy also. That's why it's also very good to restrain yourself from talking and from expressing opinions much you see because when you talk even though sometimes we have good intention but it hurts other people so you have to you become more observed you become more aware of the people you you're with you become more understanding and then from that Right, when your mind now is less craving in expressing opinion, you become more relaxed. You become more more peaceful, and that's when you are free from the many suffering the mind created. That's what the practice is all about. Okay, that's what the practice is all about. The health of our mind. And as we all know, if our mind is healthy, meaning it's not agitated, then it can also give good vibe to our physical uh, uh, status, to a physical well-being. Because the body 
react to the mental activity also as you know it if you have negative energy in your mind it will reverberate throughout your entire nervous system your body reacts to what the mind is doing if the mind is generating negative energy that negative energy is reverberating throughout your entire body that's why when you're angry your entire body becomes hot that's why when you are stressed if you have a chronic stress uh, uh, feeling your body tend to get sick a lot more and it can even produce disease sickness and cancer because of that so the body is being affected by the mental activities that we that 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 the mind create okay that the mind create so you like your body you want to keep it healthy you also need to keep a healthy mind healthy mind healthy body right and of course the other way around also when you have a healthy body you can also have healthy mind right it's the other way around too so that's what i like to share with you all today and hopefully you got something out of this also until next time hope all is well with you namaste Thank you.